and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the manga podcast where every week we read all the chapters of Shonen Jump on Viz's website, as well as another collected volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. And today we read JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Volume 3. Mm-hmm. Hopefully I'm not too repetitive, because I know I read the second volume, but I literally have no memory of recording that podcast or what I said about it. I don't really remember either, so, you know, that'll be fun. Before that, though, we have Shonen Jump, of course. What did you think of Shonen Jump this week, Kevin? I liked Shonen Jump a lot more this week. There was still some stuff that I wasn't a huge fan of, but there was a a lot more stuff up at the top where I was kind of like, yeah, I am excited about this. Yeah, I would say mostly positive. Nothing really super stood out to me, but I have some very, very low stuff where I'm like, oh, that was pretty good, actually. Mm-hmm. I had a couple of where I was just kind of like, meh. <laughs> And, you know, there's the stuff that I actively don't like. Yeah. Well, we will go ahead and start with One Piece Chapter 1049, The World That Should Be. What did you think of One Piece this week, Kevin? I really liked One Piece this week. I kind of liked how the whole, oh, I used a bunch of water to save the castle from burning, put out Momo's flame clouds. And he was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I liked it a lot more than last week. I feel like this had much better momentum towards the ending. Mm Mm-hmm. But like I've been critical of One Piece before, I feel like a bit of the action was unclear. Gotcha. And it wasn't quite everything I hoped. The cloud disappearing thing in particular, I had to look at like three or four times before I figured it out. And also at the end where Luffy's like, oh, I'll create a world where all my friends can eat as much as they want. I was legitimately not sure if it was Luffy or Kaido saying that. Because it seemed like both of them could have that goal reasonably and say that was what they were after. Yeah. I, I knew it was Luffy, because like, cause we saw kind of in the flashback, Kaido's goal was to make a world where strength, only strength matters. Yeah, that's fair. It's just that we have seen that Kaido is like good to his crew in a lot of ways. Like even the last flashback of Kaido is Kaido talking with King, right? Mm-hmm. And them having a friendly relationship. And also he went through war, so I could see it both ways. And I was I, I figured it out, but that also like took me out of it. Gotcha. Like, I, I didn't think it was, like, Kaido going, like, oh, I'm going to, like, not that he wasn't saying, oh, I'll be with my friends. He's just like, my friends are strong. I'm kind of pissed that we can be in a world where even though we're the strongest, I have to worry about the celestial dragons and all of these other things. Yeah, I'm really curious what we're going to do with Kaido going forward, giving him an anti-celestial dragon backstory, which makes a lot of sense for any pirate. Yes. So it's not like revolutionary, but it <laughs> does make me wonder if there's more ahead for Kaido. Yeah. I also, I really like the bit where Kaido's like, yeah, I think Joy Boy is the guy who's going to show up and beat me in the future and Kingo and be like, too bad. We'll never meet him in our lifetime then. Well, in my lifetime. Yeah. I really like that bit mm-hmm. as, as a flashback. So I also enjoyed it. Last week, I was really unsure about this ending to the Wano arc. This chapter i think was a lot better it's not quite everything i wanted and we still have some more to go obviously Mm -hmm. but it feels like it's pretty much over it feels like we're in denouma town yes anything else you wanted to say about it nope that'll bring us to jujutsu kaisen chapter 184 then tokyo number two colony part four my first note is hey a character i care about so there's a bit of that but my thoughts on this chapter is why does this chapter exist what is this for like Okay, I, I won't go that far, but my thoughts are sort of, why is this now? 
Because if we had finished with the uh, alum, or not alumni, but the older student guy who's never from the prologue, whose name I can never remember, and cut right to this bit with Panda, that would have been fine, right? Yes. Yeah. It seems super weird to abandon that fight we were complaining about in the middle of it and just be like, and now Panda. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's also, and now Panda getting his ass kicked. I'm like, what? I, why? Why? Why now? I, why now is a great question to ask this chapter. Uh, yeah, and that's what my thing is, not what is this for? Because if this had happened right after, like I said, the if we hadn't gotten the manga guy in that whole thing and we just cut to this, mm-hmm. that's Panda jobbing for this guy, right? That's value. Yep. Maybe you don't like that because you like Panda as a character, but like as a story beat, I get it. We're, we didn't resolve that manga pachinko fight, right? I'm not crazy. I'm pretty sure we didn't. I think like they made it seem like it was about to be the end. Like, haha, I got the lucky ending. But I don't think it actually ended. Maybe it did. Who knows? Yeah, I felt very weird about it pacing wise. However, judging this chapter as just the chapter, I think it's fine to good. It's an improvement over what we've been getting lately because I care about this character and I get that. But like critiquing the story Jujutsu Kaisen as a whole. Absolutely. Why is this here? Mm -hmm. Why is this here now? Yes. I think it could have an impact on the overall story. It's just, it, but then it also reinforces the question of why did we do those chapters before? Yes. What were the last three chapters if this is where we are now? Yes. Anything else you want to say on it? Nope. That'll bring us to Super Smartphone Chapter 2, The Smartphone's Pros and Cons. What did you think of this chapter, Kevin? This was okay. I, I kind of like the the sort of... I don't know. I'm, not, I'm trying this... This hasn't lost me totally, so I'm trying to give it a bit more of a benefit of the doubt. But Hearing your tone is really interesting to me, because it sounds like you feel exactly how I do about this chapter, even though you haven't really said anything yet, which is like, I just see a bunch of pitfalls this series can fall into, and it hasn't yet. Mm-hmm. But like, it's like, uh, I, I want to like this. Here's some like, like, the writing of the base story here is good, but like the way we're going doesn't seem very interesting and seems very gamey and you're acknowledging that but yep. your main character is doing a lot of exposition by making leaps and i don't know if he's a reliable narrator and i think i'm supposed to think he is yeah but that seems odd to me so yeah i don't know like i said i'm giving it the benefit of the doubt it hasn't lost me same same very much and same it has some interesting things so i'll continue i mean obviously we'll continue reading but yeah, it's not like Earth Child, for sure. That just lost us immediately, despite having all this stuff going on. Mm-hmm. It just seems like, like I said, I just see a ton of pitfalls for it. That it hasn't fallen in yet, but it makes me anxious reading it of, oh, I think this might suck. Mm-hmm. But I also want to give it to the benefit of the doubt, because it doesn't suck yet. Yes. But the characters aren't very interesting, and it seems like, obviously, the main character has this big goal, and the writer's like, oh, but he can't accomplish that, because he has to do a bunch of episodes first. Well, I mean, it... Like, even from a narrative standpoint, it would be silly for him to immediately immediately accomplish his big goal. Sure, but immediately attempt and get sidetracked or stymied seems reasonable. Whereas but, this seems like a very artificial gating of it. I mean, it yes, but there was at least the, uh, oh, well, then I can just look for my brother, right? No, you need more points. Oh, okay, well, I have to play this game then to continue on? Like, that. The, I mean, yeah, it's an artificial gating, but there's at least somewhat of a reason for it. Sure, but like it doesn't excite me to go in and see him gain points the way that I am sort of compelled to see him try to investigate his brother. Yeah, although the the idea that there are other people competing for points is 
could be kind of cool. Yeah, but like I said, because that comes from our main character, it just seems made up, even though we sort of see evidence of it. Yeah. It seems like a really weird leap for him to make. And also doesn't make any sense for the system to work that way. I don't know. Like I said, it hasn't lost me yet. I see pitfalls, though. It hasn't fallen into them yet. But like I said, it just makes me anxious to think about. I mean, this makes total sense from the standpoint of a Japanese person where this guy's like, uh, I'm going to give this amazing power for free. That can't be right. This has to be some kind of game show, right? <laughs> yeah. Th- th- where are the <laughs> hidden cameras? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anything else you want to say on Super Smartphone? No. That'll bring us to the Elusive Samurai Chapter 62, Armor 1335. I really like the end of this chapter. Yeah. Actually, I liked most of this chapter. The rest of it, and I think this is semi-intentional, feels like an advertisement for a product that doesn't exist. And it's not a product that doesn't exist. It's a product that was invented in 1335. Yeah. But it just seems like, oh, I got my new cool armor that lets me use my deck score. Yeah. And there's a lot of time devoted to that. And that's fine. But it didn't really do a lot for me. I do really like particularly the last page art, though. Yes, that's really cool. I honestly kind of like the bit about all the guys picking their nose. And then just in every single shot, they're always picking their nose. That's a very elusive samurai joke that did nothing for me. Gotcha. I I smiled at it. It it didn't make me roll my eyes either, but it didn't make me smile. But yeah, that that ending shot is really cool. I, I kind of like the bandit being like, oh, is this the... Uh, fire on the ox strategy? No, wait. They're just riding like flaming logs down the mountain. Like, that's cool. He invented snowboarding. <laughs> well, to be fair, it was apparently it was something the villagers did every seven years or whatever. Yeah, as a festival. I like that setup. It, it was very cool. Like I said, I think the end of this chapter was really good. Yep. Anything else you want to say on it? Nope. That'll bring us to Mashal Magic and Muscles, chapter 107 Mash Burn Dead and the Friends and Training to Grow Strong. I mean, this this just reminds me of Dragon Ball Z filler that wasn't in the manga. Yeah, this was really just kind of like, yep, and the training continued. Like, uh huh. I, I don't, I don't need to see this aspect of the training. Like, they didn't learn any new moves. I don't. This is all stuff that could have been shown later, or yeah, in a flashback back to it, or mm-hmm. skip to it, or show us some other characters doing some stuff. The one did I did like was the guy who's like, you are training me in magic, right? Yes, that was pretty good. <laughs> that uh-huh. joke works, but everything else I don't need. Yep. Anything else you want to say on it? Nope. Uh, that brings us to Ayashiman, Chapter 32, Extinguisher, which I liked, but like having called it with you last week brought out a lot of the impact of it, I feel like. Whereas for me, because I hadn't called it, it hit a lot cooler, and I just really like the the last few panels of him going crazy and him being like, yeah, I learned how to punch fire. And the guy's like, I don't just use fire was pretty good. Yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't dislike the chapter, but I was like, oh, it's just immediately revealed that the thing I thought is true mm-hmm. was kind of too bad. And then I thought the art sort of deteriorated a bit at the end. I didn't think it was terrible. I like the story beat. It was just like, oh, I I wish they would have either drawn that out a little longer or had a second twist. Gotcha. I mean, there was a bit of a twist in the fact that he actually was able to copy his powers. That's pretty cool. The idea of conceptual transformation is cool and the taboo. All that stuff is cool. It's a good Mm -hmm. fight. It's still ranked high. It was just not as good as I was hoping. Gotcha. Anything else you want to say on it? 
That'll bring us to Blue Box number 52. Of course I want to see it. What did you think of Blue Box, Kevin? I really liked Blue Box this week. I really love the bit where she's like running and practicing her lines and talking to Tayo. Uh, and he was like, you probably should be doing that all at once. Ah, it's fine. But then they have the moment where she's like, well, of course I want to see the person I like doing something. And he turns around and she's like, don't turn around, you idiot. Yeah, I definitely liked Blue Box. Don't get me wrong. I was uh, I felt a little teased by it. And uh, I was really looking forward to a chapter between Chio and Chinatsu. And we didn't get that. Fair. But I did really like what we did get. In particular, both girls telling him, hey, I want to see it. Yep. And him being like, wait a minute. This isn't good. Can I draw conclusions from these two pieces of evidence? Nah. Don't be ridiculous. If one plus one equals two, then... Well, but wait, what if one's a negative one and I just didn't see the negative sign? (laughs) Then it would be zero. The number of girlfriends I have right now. (laughs) Like I said, I liked it. It was just, I was a little disappointed that it wasn't what I was hoping for. Gotcha. Anything else you want to say on it? Nope. Last but not least, we have Mission Yozakura Family, Mission 129. Let's be a family again. What did you think of Mission Yozakura Family this week, Kevin? I liked Mission Yozakura this week. I kind of like the weird, is their dad, like, insane? Is he being possessed by something? What's going on with that? And I kind of like that we get a moment to deal with this information rather than just immediately going into fighting him i liked it as well or i should say i ended up ranking it pretty high but it felt not like just a beat but like very much like oh this is very similar to the last chapter and just doing more of it and not anything really new or exciting on its own that's kind of necessary for it but Mm -hmm. thinking about it now not much happened in the chapter no like like i said we have the the hint that he's either possessed by something or insane. Because it's like, I'm going to kill you. No, no, wait, no, you're right. I shouldn't do that. And it's like, wait, who are you talking to? Yeah, and I think more insane than anything else. But you're right. There's a possibility for possessed, certainly. Especially because he's a Yozakura and there's been the whole possession thing. So, Yeah, not that far-fetched. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to say on Mission Yozakura family? Nope. All right, then. That will bring us into jump card, then. Jump card is the segment where we rank all the chapters we read from best to worst. 19 this week. So what do you have at number 19, Kevin? That's where I have Earth Child. Okay, fair. I I put it slightly higher, but super fair because it's a bad chapter. Yeah, I'm just like, eh. Why did we create this woman on the space station to leave her? Like, And the commentary on her is really bad. Yep. I put it only slightly higher only because I thought the like, oh, there's something in my room I don't want them to see mystery was actually pretty okay. Like as a cliffhanger hook. I mean, if there, you know, if it wasn't immediately going to turn into something stupid or, you know, (laughs) swerve the series in a new direction, sure. But I mean, yeah, on the story as a whole, yes. But I'm only 
analyzing this chapter, Kevin, and it was effective cliffhanger. It's like when you watch part one of a Power Rangers three-parter and you're like, oh, this was an interesting setup. And then you watch part two and what happens is they get out of the cliffhanger and then somehow fall back into onto the exact same cliff in the exact same way. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> this isn't storytelling. What? <laughs> There's so many Power Rangers two, uh, part twos of threes that are, go that way. Gotcha. Which is all to say I have me and Roboco at 19. Okay. Because Roboco is intolerable and it's a Roboco heavy chapter. Yep. What do you have at 18? That's where I have the peas. I, what's going on? I just, I'm <laughs> lost. Well, look, Kevin, I like the peas. I put it very slightly higher. I Yeah. Because I, the, the, I enjoyed being lost a little bit. I kind of get the like fairy stuff. I kind of like the like talk about Lucky, Lucky didn't win, like you said. Because mm-hmm. I kind of like that bit. And she's in her own little world, so she just assumed. But what's going on is a very fair question, Kevin. Yeah. But 18 is where I have Earth Child, because we both agree it was worse than the piece. Yep. What do you have at 17? 17 is where I put me in Roboco. The... So I had to I had to look it up. It's a uh, world trigger reference, the you tell the most beautiful lies. Oh, I didn't even realize that was a reference to something. I knew it was a reference to something, and so it went slightly higher because I was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, I should watch that," because that's <laughs> apparently something from the specifically from the anime and not from the manga. Gotcha. I got the piece at seventeen. I kind of get what's happening, Kevin, but not enough to explain it to you or be sure I'm right. Mm-hmm. What do you got at sixteen? Sixteen's uh, where I put High School Family. Same. I wonder if we're gonna start lighting up here. Probably not for too long. Yeah. I doubt it with what my next one is, but I had a dream about this chapter of high school family, which almost makes me want to put it higher. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's kind of just a similar beat to w- what we've seen already. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Oh, okay. Whatever. My dream was that the new character in high school family joined the volleyball team from Haikyuu because the tennis team in high school family sucked. <laughs> so that's a weird insight into my mind. What do you got at 15? 15 is where I put Jujutsu Kaisen. Okay, yeah, we're not going to line up very long at all. Yep. Like I said, totally get where you're coming from on pacing. Jujutsu Kaisen is doing a weird thing, and I don't get why. But I think the chapter itself is, like I said, I enjoyed it a lot more than I've enjoyed Jujutsu Kaisen recently. But go on on your feelings. It it was just, you know, I'm not a huge fan of people, like, I'm not a huge fan of people getting, like, all right, so we're going to take this character that you kind of like and job him to show how badass this guy is. And it's one thing to do it kind of, like, off screen. Like, you cut to the bad guy walking away from their, you know, like, the guy you, like, beat up. It's another thing to just see it happen to be like, oh, yeah, he he literally did nothing. I don't know. I don't mind it at all. Maybe I like Panda less than you. Maybe I just am fine with the job thing. What what really is weird to me is why is this happening right now? Yeah. I got Protect Me Shugamaru at 15. Okay. This is how a Yu-Gi-Oh! duel goes. You absolutely have 3,000 attack monsters on the first t- turn. And I like that about it, but it's, you know, trying to do a Yu-Gi-Oh! duel in a single, like, compressed chapter. And so that just leads to a lot of text, because Yu-Gi-Oh! cards have a lot of text. Yep. What do you got, 14? It's my number 14, is Protect Me, Shugamaru. And then I was like, and then it turned out to be one of Shugamaru's brothers. I was like... Well, I saw that twist coming. Uh, yeah, but... Come on. I got my hero at 14, actually. And this is really? where I was like, okay. oh... This is stuff I kind of like that's really low, but I felt like the art in My Hero was just really eh, and it completely okay. robbed this fight of the like tension it should have and the climax. Like Shoto's new power makes sense and is kind of cool, but 
and to be fair, I don't know how you draw that, but it didn't. The art didn't convey what he was doing to me at all. Okay, I ended up really liking it. So, yeah, I, I felt pretty disappointed in it. Yeah, I I liked all of that bit. I like I really like the ending panel with him. Like for the longest time, we've seen him using his fire powers, and then he was like, "Nope, I." I went the other way, and I'm using my fire to help my ice powers. Yeah, like, I like that idea a lot, but like I said, I just feel like it's not drawn very well. And Shoto's maybe my favorite character in My Hero, and this might be the last Shoto moment. Gotcha. What do you got at 13? 13's where I have Dora and Dora on. Okay. I was just kind of... Sure is some shonen stuff happening. Yeah, I was like, all right, so I, I get, you know, the, hey, we're teaming up, and then part of me is like, okay, so why is the Kuranagi or whatever the the weird demon creature's name is like, oh yeah, he's just off on his own. But he was like literally having flashbacks of... Of how he can't trust this guy? Yeah, how he can't trust this guy. And it was like, oh, if I'm doing something stupid, you should slap me again, um, the main character. And I was like, so wait, wh- huh? Yeah, I didn't like it. I put it very slightly higher though, because 13 is where I have Mashal, which okay. like I said, was just nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, except for one joke, which is why it's above my hero. Mm. What do you got at 12? 12's where I have Undead and Unluck. Okay, so what was the point of this rip <laughs> thing at all? I I liked this chapter. I only have it very slightly higher, but I like this chapter of Undead and Unluck more than I have liked Undead and Unluck lately. I feel like I finally have a handle on the points and stuff and the direction we're going. And, and like the idea of, oh, we're going to have another loop, so it's fine if I kill him because I can fix it in the future, which is Rip's thinking. That all makes sense to me. I didn't yeah. love it. It only went slightly higher, but... but- the big thing for me is it just it seems kind of confusing because I was like, well, I thought that was the whole point of going into the book with Unluck that like it wasn't doing the loop over again, but it was like you went into Andy's past. I thought that was literally the whole point of that. Why are we doing this again? Yeah, I, I guess I kind of see that. I don't know. It definitely feels like an extension. It definitely feels like he switched plans here. But not like for this chapter. Like this is this felt like the payoff of the switch to me. Gotcha. I don't know. It's not that much higher for me. Twelve's mm-hmm. where I have Doran Doran for all the reasons you had it. Where you have it. Gotcha. Where do you got it? Eleven. Eleven's where I have Mashal. Like you said, that joke of like I've been cutting fish for three days, and then he just like pours a jar of honey on it. Excellent. We'll move on to the <laughs> next phase of your training. I am learning <laughs> magic, right? <laughs> Eleven's where I have undead and luck. Gotcha. What do you have at number ten? Tens where I put super smartphone, kind of smack dab in the middle. It just kind of ended up here. Yeah, that's fair. I mine it's slightly higher for me, and I think, like I said, this is all stuff I liked more than usual. I feel so that it ended up higher says something about it because we didn't even talk about like the A story in it, but that was cute and I liked it. Mm-hmm. Tens where I have Jujutsu Kaisen. Okay, like like I said, I care about this character, so that was exciting and not something Jujutsu Kaisen's had a minute, and I got to appreciate a cool Jujutsu Kaisen fight. Mm-hmm. What do you get at nine? Nine's where I have Witch Watch. There's there's some pretty good stuff in here. Yeah, I, I have it slightly higher. I think because I really like I've always liked words and writing as magic because I'm a, a, a hack who wants to be a writer. You, you'll notice in my that theme when I criticize stuff. And so the thought that Nico wrote, "Hey, I'll always be your friend" in the past, and that has cursed him to not be able to see her as a girl. That's really interesting to me. That's really interesting. Except I I'm like banking hard on the fact that that's not the case at all no it might not be you're right well because he's we've seen him have the feelings yeah yes and we were literally expressing in this thing you know hey she's my best friend like he even realizes stuff going on so it's just kind of like oh 
Yeah, anyway. although I think when you go to your mother's grave and you make a confession and you say she's my best friend and not I totally have a crush on her, I think that's also meaningful. Okay. But it could go either way, certainly. And I think that's good and interesting, which mm-hmm. is why I think I have it slightly higher than you. Gotcha. Nine's where I have Sakamoto days. There are some really interesting things here. I really like the guy being like, oh, this is his range of movement. Like, I figured out he can't go this far. I like that stuff. But Sakamoto showing up at the end, I feel, is a real lame way to go on with this fight. I really feel like the guy should have handled it, the four of them, and it should have been a bonding moment for them rather than needing to be bailed out. Yeah, I guess. I just, I still really like it. Like you said, the range of movement thing, I really like that he uh, claps really loudly to pop the guy's eardrums. Yeah. And at the same time, he's like, hey, sorry, I'm going to have to break my to- our, our new toy. Yeah. There's a ton of good stuff in there. Don't get me wrong. It's the ending that really soured it. Then gotcha. you kept it lower. And it's still top half. Mm-hmm. What do you have at number eight? Eight's where I put a kind of Bonashi. Okay. It's like, it's good. I like it, but I'm looking forward to how this is going to go then. More than enjoying this more, chapter? More than, more than enjoying this chapter. Because, like, I'm really looking forward to seeing her. All right, I need to train how to win with this performance that's going to be very difficult to win with. Yeah. I got super smartphone at eight. Like you, I feel like this is just where it ended up. Stuff mm-hmm. went above or below super smartphone. Mm-hmm. What do you got at seven? Seven's where I put Mission Yuzakura. Some really cool stuff going on. and I'm, But like you said, this is just kind of a beat. But I'm looking forward to where this is going to go. I'm hoping we'll get some more silly, you know, I, Tayo, Mitsumi messing around Yozakura moments. Yeah, I, I do hope we get some more of that. Seven's where I have Witch Watch. I, I feel like I went into everything I liked about it. Gotcha. What do you got at six? Six is where I put Sakamoto Days. Like I said, I thought some of the stuff was really cool in that fight. I definitely like Shin being like, oh yeah, I totally forgot. He's a special recommendation. This guy's actually a badass. Yeah. Six is where I put Mission Yozakura family. So, just above you. Gotcha. What do you got at number five? Number five is where I put the elusive samurai. Some cool stuff in here, and like you said, that ending panel is, or not, I guess not ending panel, because it's right before the end, but the panel of them riding down on the logs is sweet. Yeah. I have Ayashimon at five. Like I said, it, it disappointed me, but I would say my, my top five are all really, really good. Gotcha. What do you got at four? Four is where I put my hero. Okay. I guess I just didn't have the same art hangups that you did, and so I, I was really jamming with the... Because to me, it did feel like an awesome Shoto moment where he was like, using my ice powers is who I want to be. I don't want to be... Because we've seen him using his fire more and more, and he kind of like, you know, my dad wanted me to have ice powers to cool off my inner fire, when in reality, I have fire powers to warm up my inner ice, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I don't dislike it. Certainly, the text is not my problem with the chapter. Mm-hmm. It just didn't seem like as cool as it should be. And also balance has seemed more like his deal. So I don't know. It just didn't do it for me. I hope this isn't the last thing we get to see Shoto do. It might not be, but it could be. Yep. Four's where I put Elusive Samurai. Like, gotcha. Mostly on the strength of that last page. Gotcha. What do you have in number three? Three's where I put One Piece. You know, really solid, really liking it. And I really liked finally watching Luffy punch a dragon into the earth. <laughs> Three is where I put Blue Box. Very good, but like I said, it kind of disappointed me this week. Mm -hmm. What do you have at number two? Two is where I put Blue Box. Just super solid, and I was a bit less disappointed because I wasn't as hopeful about the two of them having a talk as you were. Yeah. 
Two is where I put a Kanabanashi. I was really curious where you were going to put it because I feel like we jumped into this like next plot line really, really fast. Mm-hmm. And that felt a little weird and some of the tone felt off. But I ended up really, really enjoying it. Like I said, more than almost anything in the book. So, and gotcha. I wasn't sure where I was going to put it. And then I was like, well, I guess I liked it more than Blue Box, which I have very high right now. So, gotcha. That's where it goes. Oh, what do you have at number one, Kevin? Number one's where I put Ayashimon because I hadn't called it. I thought it was cool to see him. Like, I just, I love the moment where the main bad guys are like, yes, I am the, you know, I have taken on the form of your despair. And main character's just like, all right, sweet. So I can use it, use you as a training dummy to fight the real one. Excellent. And him just being like, what? What? Number one is where I have One Piece. Even though I'm very critical of the end of this arc and this chapter, it kind of gave you everything you wanted. Like I said, last week I was really feeling like, oh, is this how it's going to end? But I really like the energy this built up. I really like the Kaido flashback stuff, even Mm. at this point. Mm. Luffy finally punched that dragon, which, like you said, was cool. The castle falling at the end is cool. It just all really came together in a way that Mm. I think is very impressive. Even if I wanted more, I couldn't have done better, certainly. Yep. Anything else you want to say about Shonen Jump this week, Kevin? Like I said, pretty good. Yeah. Which is a nice change of pace. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we read JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Phantom Blood Volume 3 this week, the fi- the conclusion of Phantom Blood. Mm-hmm. And we will be back to talk about that after the break. So where does Dio rank on like list of villains in fiction? Because like I feel like it's pretty fucking high. Yeah, it's got to be. Like all of the best villains, he's just Dracula. <laughs> Certainly we got Dio on this list, right? I- I'm looking at our personality power level list right now. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure we put him on when we did uh, two. Yeah, we, okay, we have a number 13, which... uh. I, I'm a okay with that. I'm yeah, just, I'm like I'm sure I'm pretty sure he's the highest ranking villain we have. Uh, yeah, easily. <laughs> For some reason, I have Madoka Kaname. Uh, I just I don't I just I think I just didn't color code her. I have her color coded as a villain currently, <laughs> <laughs> which is the opposite of truth. I have Homura uh, colored as a protagonist. Uh, you you still haven't seen uh to called yet, right? No. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, that dastardly ho- uh, Madoka Kaname is above him, but other than yet, that, yes, he is the highest ranked villain. <laughs> I was just struck by how Dracula he was rereading this, because I already knew that. I have described part one of JoJo as Pride and Prejudice meets Dracula, but it's a shonen anime, mm-hmm. which is great, and I wish there was more of it. But th- the ending is so Dracula of him getting on the boat with the coffin. Yep. For whatever reason, that hadn't struck me before this reading. What do you think of the end of Phantom Blood, Kevin? I actually, like, I kind of like it. I really like that Dio's like, yeah, I'm here to kill you and take over your body. But, like, I respect you as the person who gave me this power. And also as the person who stopped me from winning when he did, like, winning when I did. Yeah. So I kind of like that, even though, like, even though things go awry a little bit where he manages to dodge the I-beams a little bit. And the one 
uh, Zombie's like, oh, you want to, like, torture him? He's like, no. Do it clean. I respect this man. I'm still going to murder the shit out of him, but I respect this man. I think it's interesting, and I primed you a little bit, so maybe it's just that. That you said, yeah, I really liked it, and you went straight to Dio. Because I think Dio's incredible. There's a reason he comes back after Battle Tendency. There's mm-hmm. a reason all the memes are of Dio. But I think a lot of the rest of it isn't very strong. Like, the Pluck Luck Sword feels like such a big moment when it's handed over to JoJo, and then it kind of doesn't do much. It gets used in the Dio fight, but it's not part of the conclusion. It's just a part of the fight. And I feel yeah. like in another anime that they're like, oh, remember, we, everyone would be like, oh, remember when JoJo got that sword and he used it later? And it's not. Dire Straits and Tom Petty just show up to be like, we're in the story now. And JoJo is like, are you here for any reason? And they're like, not particularly. Dire Straits, Straits like, is like, I'm here to die. Dire's like, oh, I'm here to die. And Straits is like, I'll be in part two f- to die. <laughs> and Tom Petty is like, and I am here because I have Tom because Pe- to break your heart. Mm-hmm. Baron Zapelli's death is fine. The prophecy stuff is good, but it's not like a compelling anime death. No, but it's it's still pretty good. I like the oh hey, this is a moment where I will willingly die to help further my goal of saving the world. I think that's the thing, though. It's all fine. None of it's bad. Even the stuff I'm like, oh, that this isn't great. The the thing is like. It's been done better elsewhere in shonen manga. And part of that is JoJo is the foundation for shonen battle manga in a, in a lot of ways, right? It's mm-hmm. predated by Fifth of the North Star, which we mm-hmm. should probably read pretty soon, thinking we about should, it. probably, yeah. But other than that, it's one of the first shonen battle manga. So, of course, stuff is going to take it and distill it and do it a little bit better. But some of these feel like moments that should be talked about by fans for a long time, and they just fall flat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dio certainly isn't that, though. Yes. Whereas, like, Jonathan Josar is just protagonist. Dio is an amazing villain. Yes. And I think that's why it ends sort of with his victory, his Pyrrhic victory. It, it sort of is gone as they both die together, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's not until later you find out, no, Dio survived. Yeah. But those last two chapters, or without the last three chapters where Dio basically comes back to win, I don't think that this is a very good story. Yeah, the ending definitely feels rushed when... The rest of the monks show up. Yeah. It, the rest of the monks don't need to be here. They really don't. Yeah. And Paco's sister doesn't need to be here. She's barely a damsel to be rescued. Mm-hmm. So much of it doesn't need to be here. That said, the pace is blistering fast. The last yeah. volume is like 20 chapters, and I read it in like 30 minutes. Yep. And I kind of wonder, I think that would have been bad reading it week to week, but it's great reading it as a volume because you just go next chapter. And and you play roundabout in your head as you re- as you click the button. Yes, I don't know. I still think there's some cool stuff in all the chapters, like Blue Ford fighting with his hair. Uh, it's the start of JJ's bizarre adventure. Yes, the the chain death match is a cool idea. I don't yeah. think it's drawn very well, though. No, unfortunately, except for Baron Zapelli getting literally cut in half. That part's maybe drawn too well. Well, doesn't. Isn't it that Baron Zapelli cuts himself in half? Well, he gets cut bet- caught between the chains. He does, but that's when Tarkus is like trying to strangle them both, and so Zapelli cuts himself in half to like put some slack on the chain. I thought. I-, I thought it was he got crushed. Maybe I'm wrong. We both just read this. We should know. We should know. But either way, and, and maybe the fact that we don't is evidence of me of it not being drawn as great as it could be. Mm-hmm. 
No, I know Dio decapitates himself because there's that panel where he's like, must decapitate self before I die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because Dio's great. Yes. He's not, he's not Dr. Doom good, but he might be second best comic book villain of all time. He's pretty good, yeah. Just you know, I guess also not Monica Kaname good, but what what can you do? <laughs> Is there anything else you want to say about this? It's all on the Shonen Jump app for two bucks. You should read JoJo's Bizarre Adventure for the low price of two bucks. It's worth yep. a read. It's Pride and Prejudice, but it's also Dracula, but it's also a Shonen anime. If that doesn't make you want to read it, I, we can't be friends. The anime is also pretty good. Yeah, I feel the problem with the anime is that. It's one of the greatest strengths of this, I think, like I said, is how blisteringly quickly it's paced. The anime yeah. stretches it a, a bit. Not nearly as bad as something like the One Piece or Dragon Ball anime, but yeah, enough that it loses a, that. a little bit of that. It's not as bad as when it gets to Stardust Crusaders and they want every story to be a two-parter and some of them just don't have the material for that. But yeah. the Phantom Blood anime is a little long at 12 episodes. Yeah, I was just the, the Battle Tendency one that was great. Oh yeah, Battle Tendency is my favorite JoJo part, I think because of I'm mostly an anime watcher. Yeah, I do need to. I, you know, I want to read more JoJo's. So at some point I'm going to call, or you might, but call Battle Tendency. Yeah, I expect to read at least the first volume of Battle Tendency before Shonen Summer is over. Because mm-hmm. uh, I like Battle Tendency, like I have said. It's got yeah, Nazis no. and Shadow so the Hedgehog and ACDC. <laughs> and a bitch in Scarf. Yeah. And Baron Zappelli's grandson. Yes, I actually own a, uh, like a, I own that scarf, the one oh, that nice. he wears. Yeah. Nice. And the bit with the Coca-Cola bottle that I assume's in the manga, but don't know. And old man Ario Speedwagon after he becomes a rich oil baron. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but then I do want to go and read, like, actually read Stardust Crusaders, because there's like, there's a lot of good bits in here, and like you said, maybe it's, uh, you know, in the manga, I since it's paced a bit differently i'll be able to like it because there's definitely some parts in like i'm i'm in the middle of stardust crusaders somewhere where i was just like yeah i just kind of stopped watching because like three episodes in a row just kind of like killed it for me did you get to the episode from the dog's point of view where the dog is fighting a falcon in the sewer and they're both stand users i don't think so okay well that happens and you missed it because the anime is so badly paced and that's a crime I mean, I can go back and watch it. No, like, no, I'm not blaming you. I'm blaming the anime for being yes. so slowly paced. And then I'm wondering if uh, some of the some of the later stuff is a bit better. You know, like is Golden Wind better as an anime or as a yeah as a manga or uh, what's the one after that? Stone Ocean. Stone Ocean. Yeah, I've I have not even looked at Stone Ocean. I'm pretty sure the French guy from Stargirl's Crusaders comes back for it, but I could be wrong about that. Mm-hmm. All right. You want to add somebody to personality parallel level, Kevin? Anything else you want to say first? No, and no. Oh, really? You don't want to add, I don't know who we would add. Speedwagon, Baron Zapelli, Arena. These are our choices. The yeah. baby that Arena saves on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> Di- that's Di- Dire. Dire, uh, Ton Petty. Yeah. Uh, I really think Phantom Blood is, is really all about... I, Jojo like, and Dio. Jojo and Dio. Zapelli's there. Speedwagon's there. Speedwagon's there to deliver exposition in the anime. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's fair. It's our list. If you don't want to add anybody, we won't. Yeah, I mean, if you want to add somebody, sure. But the thing is, I feel like we should. But I don't. I was going to make you choose who, and you're like no one. So you've chosen. Yep. 
All right, then. I have been trying to get caught up on the Demon Slayer anime, because speaking of anime, I watched halfway through and then fell off of. Entertainment arc of Demon Slayer was that for me. Really? Yeah. Uh, I think I just... Stuff was happening. Gotcha. Because, yeah, I, I absolutely loved the uh, Entertainment District arc. I think I just really don't like the Hashira in that arc. And I got okay. to the point where there was an episode about him, and I just was like, I'll watch this later. And I didn't. And they did. Yep, I've I've had that happen before. So we're going to read Demon Slayer Volume 1 next week because we loved Demon Slayer when it was in Stone and Jump and we haven't done it for the podcast as a volume yet. Yep. Until then, our opening theme is Fighting Against One's Will by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is A Psychic Fistfight by Tom W. Emmerich. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions and our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt www.lastpodcast.com is our website where you can check out my other podcasts it's a gundam and last time on video games is there anything you want to plug kevin nope have a great week everybody Gotta stop, don't you know, subliminal.